Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Okay, now it's starting. Okay. There we go. Okay. Recording in progress, recording in progress, recording on my end. There is a half a second differential. That's perfect. Okay. They can be they can be synced up later. Exactly. I'll be easy to sync. Hey everybody, welcome to the Animation Station Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. I'm your special guest host, Oliver Ware. And whenever Josh and Oliver are together, that can mean only one thing. The Batman. Batman! 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 Uh, oh, we should do the 66. We should do the 66 Batman. We should. Like, there, it's like there's a couple of animated films that are that are the 66 Batmans so that actually find, our, find that find their way into our wheelhouse anyway. You know. So. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, we should definitely do that. So this week on the episode, on this, my gosh, this episode uh, is episode 81. Forgot to say that. But here's the thing. So here's I, I found something out, Oliver. Hmm. When I was looking through all of our episodes, yeah, this is technically 81 of the Animation Station podcast. Yeah. However, it's actually episode 106 of the Animation Station podcast because when we first started, we didn't include any of our cartoon cafes as actual episodes, uh-huh. and any of our interviews were not actual episodes. Yeah. So technically, it's episode 106. Dang. You guys are pretty prolific. Exactly. I just can't. It's one of those things where I can't actually go back and fix all of it because we call those cartoon cafes and then on the episodes, we call the episodes by their names. Yeah. So it could be episode 92 and it'll be like episode 79 and people are like, what, what? <laughs> so yeah, uh, just uh, oversight on our part. So welcome to episode 81 of the ASP. Uh, again, it's the Animation Station Podcast, or the ASP if you're nasty. Yep. <laughs> so this week, we're going to be talking about the new Batman animated movie, Batman Gotham by Gaslight. But first, we have a little bit of news. Alrighty. So, first off, the big kicker this week, Disney Channel announced that they are going to be doing a live-action Kim Possible remake movie. So I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about that. Um, then I read it was going to be a Dis- Disney Channel original movie, and then I'm like, well, this this could go either way, you know. Uh, if it was if it was if it's anything to the quality of the early Disney Channel original movies, um, I think we have reason to be hope be hopeful. You know? What uh, what was the name of that one? Like it was like a girl in space. Oh, uh, Xenon. Xenon. Oh man, whatever happened to Xenon? Uh, she's in. Uh, I believe she's in. One of the uh, soap operas that is uh, on, like, CBS or something, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. You know what? That should be our, our new goal for 2018. we got to get Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, <laughs> on an episode of the podcast. Uh, speak, uh, speaking of guests, I, uh, uh, to tease a little bit, I think you got. I think you have some pretty good guests coming up uh, this year on, on the show, right? Uh, yeah, we actually just got done recording with Mr. Bryce Pappenbrook. Heck yes! 
And he will actually be next week's episode. So next Monday, I have a little interview with uh, Bryce Pappenbrook. And if you don't know Bryce, uh, first off, why? Um, second off, like if you want to catch some of his roles before next week's episode, you can catch him on Oliver. Oh, uh, Sword Art Online. Uh, that's, some, that's something I think you uh, showed me to get me into, really kind of get me into anime and stuff. Get you into anime, yeah. It's like, uh, what was the first one? Was it... Uh... Was it Angel Beats or Baka? It would have been Baka. It would have been Baka. It would have been Baka and Test. Oh, such a good show. Everybody watch Baka and yep. Test. And, uh, but yeah, he plays uh, the main character, Kirito, in... And Sword Art Online. Uh, Sword Art. He plays Aaron Yeager in Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in Blue Exorcist. Uh, if you care about this show, he's also uh, Cat Noir in Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. Or Miraculous Ladybug, however you want to say it. <laughs> Uh, he also plays the main character in Pokemon Origins, so he plays the character Red. Red, okay. Yeah. Along with Johnny Young Bosch. Nice. The Red Ranger. Or is he Black Ranger? The, the Black Ranger. I'm getting old, man. I'm forgetting all this stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's the Power Rangers. Like, they bounced around that original cast so many times. Yeah. Like, I think Tommy's been, like, 13 different Tower Rangers. As far as I remember, he's been five. Because, uh, like, see, he was green, yep. then he was red, then he was black, then he was white, <laughs> then he was white again. Was he white again? Uh, well, he was white in the uh, in the original, so he was green, yeah, then green, white, white, then he was red, red. and then black. Then in Di- then Dino Thunder, he was black, and then in Dino Thunder again, he turned white. No, no, he, he stayed, he stayed uh Black Ranger on that. Oh, yeah. really? I thought he. I thought he was black no. there. I mean, I thought he. I thought he was no, white. that was the. Uh, I guess the, the the late Six Ranger or whatever. It's like the one that shows up later. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, anyway, so on to more news. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I, I got some news. Um, for oh, for sure. this month, I guess for if you for any of you owners on Xbox, there's uh they're on the Xbox Store. They have a sale on uh, anime. So uh, there's a lot of Funimation-related titles that are on there for, for sale at pretty cheap. So uh, th- things like we mentioned, like Baka and Test, they got both seasons on there for like 9 bucks or something. Really? Uh, yeah, okay. and then Your Name is on there uh, for like 9 bucks. It's like pretty much it. It was like a lot of the Funimation titles that you'd find on their site, they got them on sale for pretty cheap on the Xbox store. That's awesome. <laughs> going to gonna have to go check that out a little yep. bit later. Uh, don't need your name and Baka and Tess though. So I got, those. I guess, both seasons of Shiki, which, which that was. Well, I was like, I like that until the very end, but that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's end. another episode for us to talk about. <laughs> uh, did you ever finish? Um, oh god, what was it called? Uh, Code or shoot? It was that one where Todd Havercorn's the lead, and it's all about money. Oh no, I haven't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I can't even remember. Yeah, it was what it's it was a, it was an economics based anime. Right? Yeah, that was a that was a good show. We'll have to, we'll have to figure out what that. Was. Except for I mean, and then and it was a great show, and then uh, Todd Haberkorn was there too. <laughs> you need to get him on the podcast, mostly so you can uh, rip him later. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, dang it, Todd. Um, also, back by popular demand, Mary and the Riches flat. Wow, Riches. Yeah, see, I'm, t- I'm still stuck on the economics anime. Mary and the Witch's Flower 
is coming back to theaters nationwide. There's going to be an English dub on February 24th and the subtitled version on February 26th. All right. So if anybody missed it that one day that it was here, you have another chance. Nice. I'll definitely get in on this one. Plus it's on a Saturday for the English dub, so... Uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, we've I, I teased a little bit on our Instagram some of our upcoming guests. So like, I showed a picture of uh, Cat Noir, so a little Bryce uh-huh. Uh and then I have something else. Like, I'm not gonna say it until everything is done because we record. Uh, we're supposed to record uh, uh-huh. Tuesday, so I'm not gonna announce it until after the recording is uh-huh. done. But I've got a a very special one that I am super happy about been following uh we'll just say it's a web comic been following this web comic for quite a Alrighty. while okay all right well oliver are you ready to any do you have any other news anything else anything you want to um nothing right now i think the, the the kp news that was the biggest uh thing that popped out this week i think oh well uh well another fun fact so while we're recording I just got an Instagram message from another person that I had reached out to. Looks like we may be having another another little uh, interview in Sweetness. the works. So that is... Huh. That's pretty exciting. So that was uh, live for all of you uh, wonderful people listening live. It's a, uh, uh, <laughs> insert breaking news <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right, so Oliver, what are we're we watching, watching uh, Gotham by Gaslight, and uh, for for any of y'all uh, that uh, listen to things uh, with, with uh, that want to avoid spoilers or whatever, uh, avoid this podcast right now. But uh, I think we can go ahead and just briefly just kind of say, I, I I like the movie by itself. I mean, it's like ahead of time. Go get go see this movie. It's really awesome. And there's just going to be like 40 minutes or so of us like gushing about it, I think. Exactly, yeah. So this is the non-spoiler section right now. So for me, I love this movie. This may be, like I said, I I was telling (laughs) you earlier, Oliver, I really love uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. This may be my favorite Batman film. Yes, it's it's definitely within the it's definitely in my new top three, and then is in terms of uh, favorite D- Disney not Disney uh, WB animated stuff. Uh, I think these new th- th- these along this movie along with uh, Phantasm and and Red Hood we're all kind of like one ABC I think. Yeah, and and I mean the WB animation is freaking killing it like did you see just no i did dark oh dude just sleep dark so good uh you watched the judas no that was just that was just you and gavin i believe yeah it's just me and gavin dang oliver i only get a little bit of time with the whole phd thing i I take it it wherever i can get it you know So Oliver, so again, last bit of the non-spoiler. Yes, um, if, if this if this was available at Fathom Events to see in the theater, I'd say go ahead and see it in the theater. Um, probably whenever we get into criticisms, there are certain things that we talk about the animation and stuff, uh, little bits, but overall story, uh, uh, character development, 
and overall look of the film, I do give high praise to. So this is definitely something I'd recommend to anybody that's a fan of animation. Same. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I adore this movie, so it is definitely a watch for me. Um, I have the original, like the graphic yeah. novel Gotham by Gaslight, and just being able to see all of that and the changes mm-hmm. that they made to it, without giving away any spoilers, the changes that they made to this to yeah. the original source material. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like if you're if you, yeah if you've read the graphic novel and everything, they they make it to where the the Jack the Ripper. Uh, he's uh, no, no, okay. No, no spoil. Right. <laughs> yeah, just like they make changes. They make changes okay. to the storyline. All right, so that is all for the non-spoiler episode. Um, come back in, you know, uh, six and a half hours. So just like slide that little time bar over. You'll be able to probably go to the last yep. five minutes of the podcast, yep. and everything should be good. All right, so spoiler section right starts now. All right. now. All right, Oliver, go ahead and give a uh, – yeah, I think you have a brief little synopsis All right. of uh, Gotham by Gaslight. In a world where Batman lives in Victorian era, Jack the Ripper has made his way to Gotham to continue his work he began in London. Batman must find this man and bring him to justice while staying out of prison himself. Dun-dun. <laughs> Uh, I wanted you. I wanted you to say insert law and order. <laughs> insert law and order. Dun dun. <laughs> okay, so first off, uh, I'm just going to give a, a little bit of a rundown okay. on the cast here. Um, so first off, voice cast wise, as Batman, we have Bruce Greenwood, we have Jennifer Carpenter those as the, Selena Kyle. I was going to say those are the those are the oh, two sorry. leads. Uh, I mean, if you look at the casting sheet after that, it's all just alphabetical order after that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then you have Anthony Head as Giles uh, himself. Uh, Chris Cox as Father Flanagan. Uh, John mm-hmm. DiMaggio as Chief Bullock. Uh, let me see here. You have uh, Gray Griffin as Sister Leslie, along with Selena's singing voice and young Mr. Jason Todd. Nice. Uh, Yuri Lowenthal mm-hmm. as uh, Harvey Dent. Uh, Lincoln Melcher as uh, little... Dick Grayson. Yep, Dickie. Dickie, I believe is his name. Uh, then you have Scott Patterson as James Gordon. William, uh, oh my gosh, it's not Slayers, it's Sawyers yep. as Hugo Strange. Uh, Bruce Tim as the Arkham Radio Man. Yep. So that's cool that they got Bruce Tim in there. And then Tara Strong as young Your boy. Timmy Drake. Like, the moment I saw like him and I was like, I wonder, and then I heard Tara Strong's yep. voice and I'm like, perfect. That's perfect cast. Honestly, okay, that was probably my favorite part in this movie. Where yeah. the three young orphans of Jason, yeah, Todd, they, they, they were they were pretty cool. You know. I I thought that was a I thought that was a nice little touch story wise. Yeah. I was like, oh, one of the, one of the additions from the graphic novel. Okay, so now Oliver, since we're on the voice cast, what so, uh, everybody brought it. Um, so they they list the two uh, main leads as you know Bruce Greenwood, who who you and I both love from uh, uh, Batman Under the Red Hood, and uh, who again brings it here. I think mm-hmm. he I think he submitted himself as the guy, the go to guy for Batman if uh, Kevin Conroy isn't available. So I, I 
Well, it's 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 also for me um, with Bruce Greenwell. Like I I love Kevin yeah. Conroy. I grew up with Kevin Conroy. But if you need to do a more mature yeah. type of Batman, I like yeah. when they go to Bruce Greenwood. When the subject matter is going to be more yeah. mature, I say go Greenwood. If it's going to be, you know, your lighthearted-esque Batman, even though, like, the Batman animated series yeah. isn't very lighthearted, but if you need a <clears throat> different-sounding Batman, I say go Greenwood. And for these, like, this one and Under the Red Hood... I don't think that Conroy could have I, I, done I it think that so. Uh, I, I, I think you're right on that. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I, one thing I, uh, whenever you think of Greenwood, you think of uh, maybe an older, more slightly more grizzled Batman. Um, actually, with this one, it's almost like a yeah. And, ti- and timeline wise, he's almost a year one Batman. He's kind of like he's kind of like a young man. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I was. Well, because I mean, like he just mm-hmm. kind of started showing up on the scene. They they talk about that. So yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, so so it's like whenever you first see uh, a young Bruce in there, it's like it kind of felt a little weird with him, uh, with it with him being the young man voice. But by the time they get to whenever it's him, uh, Selena and uh, Harvey Dent hanging out together, I, I was able to go with it. But uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was a little. It, it, yeah. At first, it was a little weird, but I got I got used to it, and he brought a lot to it. You know. Yeah. I will say uh, the one thing that I do have one detractor with uh, the way Greenwood does his Batman. There's not that much of a difference between Bruce and, and Batman. Yeah, he's like with with Con with Conroy, he gives it a little bit of difference. Like you can tell when one's being Bruce yeah. and when one's being Batman. Um, with with Greenwood, um, it's 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 a little bit where you're like. Okay, yeah, I mean, if I closed my eyes, yeah. I could see either one of them. But, I mean, when, when you're doing Conroy's, like, if you close your eyes, you're like, that yeah. one's Bruce, that one's Bruce, well, that one's Batman. So I, I just wish he would do a little bit, could do, like, a little bit more of, like, a when he's Bruce, it'd be a little bit more, maybe, yeah. like, suave type, trying to be that yeah. billionaire like, playboy. Uh, the, the way the movie kind of frames Bruce and everything, since it's year one, or basically, basically a year one type story. Um, he may not have developed. He may not have seen the need yet to disguise his voice. Yeah, because even the the animation of yeah, Batman sure. himself, you actually see you, you see him as just a, a man in a suit. You know, because you see his eyes. He's not he, he's not like some otherworldly demon that they try to portray him uh, in, in other in other media. Wherever you don't see his eyes, they're just you know white slits or whatever. You actually see like his his gray eyes and everything yeah. that you would for Bruce. So if anybody, so if anybody ever got a saw, get to see exactly. him in a well in a well lit area, you could probably tell that that actually is. Be like, wait a minute, yeah. that guy looks the same. Uh, so what did you think of uh, Jennifer Carpenter as Selena? Oh, oh she God, was she really was good. She was fantastic. The, uh, the the way they wrote the character, they gave her a lot to play with, yeah. you know. So, so yeah, it's like the with those being the two main stars, they gave them a lot to do, you know. Uh, and I, I just I just thought those two really brought it. Yeah, for sure. Like the the main cast, I think it. Oh my goodness, um, I th- I thought it was I thought it was really good. Um, I I will say um, I do like uh, Gray Griffin. Who plays Sister Leslie? Who is Selena's uh, singing voice? It's, yeah. it's really cool because in Avatar: The Last Airbender, she's Azula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is she? 
Okay. Okay. I thought I recognized the voice somewhere. Like, I yeah, place I, I had it, heard her, and I was like, hmm, that sounds really, really familiar. So I had to pull her up, and I was like, no, what? I knew I heard that voice. Yeah, it was freaking Azula. Mm-hmm. That's good. Like, for me, that's some really good range. Like, so, like, if I can't tell who you are, that's how I'm like, perfect voice yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then uh, I guess pro- probably the unofficial, like, I guess, third lead would be uh, Commissioner Jim Gordon. Uh, yeah, Scott Patterson. Uh, so he did a good job, and uh, since it's a year, since it's more or less a year one type story, he's a, a younger uh, Jim Gordon than you know the old grizzled commissioner. Yeah. So, and then as we find out later, <laughs> what, what he actually is, it, ma- uh, it makes sense that he's a younger sounding guy. Yeah, that was know. like knowing where we were. Like, and again, from what I had read in the book, when they got us that twist, I was like, oh my gosh, it's freaking perfect. I was like, I yeah, love that yeah. they didn't just, I love that they strayed from the source. Uh, yeah, we're in the spoiler section. Jim Gordon's yep. uh, freaking Jack the Ripper. Yep. Which, perfect. I absolutely love that. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... Since we're since we're slowly moving into the the, the plot end of things, the, uh, the I think what we can say about all three our our top three of the Batman movies, what separates them from every from all the other ones is that uh, they're more of like a mystery yeah. type movie or whatever, and all three are effective in how they and how they uh, set up the mystery and how they and how they you know resolve exactly. it all. They, they give they give Batman a chance to actually be the world's greatest detective, you know. So so that's that's what separates these these three from and the it, others. And maybe you know? maybe one day we'll actually get a live action Batman movie where Batman is a detective. The Dark Knight tried a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, not, not really. really. They were like, yeah, he knows detectiving. He watched, you know, a couple cases of cold case files. So Yeah, so he so he, so he, he knew he knew to uh, do ballistics on a bullet to get a fingerprint. <laughs> He, yeah, uh, yeah. The Christian Bale Batman. He watched CSI, so he knows a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and go off into the story. Um, so our first opening scene, we have uh, Pamela Isley or yep. Poison Ivy, basically. Yep. Or, in a or the lady of in plants. a burlesque show. Like yeah, she's like that's a what stripper. It yeah, uh, exotic she, dance. Yes, she is. She an exotic dancer, and we got to this scene, and I'm like, okay, odd. But I mean, I see. I see what you're doing. Sure, this is going to yeah. be our first victim, and surprise, surprise, our first victim. Yep. And uh, this, so even even right here, this sets the tone of kind of what the rest of the movie is going to be. You know, because uh, this uh, DC animated. Uh, DC Animated's second uh, R-rated movie, and uh, it's definitely for the Im- implied gore and a lot of actual blood that kind of just trails out everywhere. She's brutally murdered, just like uh, Jack the yep, Ripper. We, uh, uh, yeah, real life. We gotta, yeah. So I mean, it's it's basically rated R for violence. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got some sexual content, like implied yeah. sexual content, but I mean, yeah, yeah, there's no nudity in it, anything like that. So. 
Yeah, it's like it's it's all for the fact that Jack the Ripper is a brutal murderer and everything. So they have to, even if they just show the blood and everything and all the screams and everything, that's not going to be something that little kids are <laughs> are going to want to see. So after we have uh, Poison Ivy uh, entering the alleyway with uh, Tall, Dark, and uh, Gruesome, we uh, we <laughs> flip over to uh, basically Oliver Twist. Like, that's what I was getting from it. I was like, huh, so which one of you guys is... <laughs> so which one's yeah, Dodger, like, which, which one's, one's Oliver? Which one of you guys is Dodger over here? I was like, that's probably Dick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, so we swap over there and we see all uh, the young little orphan boys about to hold up this group. And then Batman comes over and beats up the bad guy? Like their handler person? Yeah, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're uh, Curtis Fagan. Yeah. Oh, and man, by the way, dude, I loved all of the references in this movie. They give you references for days, and I love it. Oh, and um, one reference that they they didn't put in here that I'm actually happy about is any kind of Joker reference. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. It's like, because Jack Jack the Ripper, he's kind of like a, he's in his own way, kind of a twisted Batman himself, you know, so that, that, He's the perfect analog for the Joker in this type of story. Yeah, and I, you know? I, I'm glad we didn't go through a bunch of you know different types of villains. Like we didn't see any like horrible monstrosity villains like we see in yeah. uh, like Batman stuff. Like there was no Killer Croc. There was Solomon Grundy, which I thought was yeah. great. I was like, nice. That's yeah, beautiful. The, yeah, yeah, this is the, this, this is the, this is the pre Grundy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I I'd like the they had a uh, Harvey Dent mention. Where uh, she yep. was like, you can be kind of uh, like I think she calls him like a you have a Jekyll and Hyde personality, and I was like, beautiful without <laughs> calling him Two Face, very good. I yeah. thought that was good. Yeah, yeah, you get him, you get you get you get him a couple of drinks, he becomes a, a whole other person. He's got a real Jekyll and Hyde. I think is the is the yeah, line. It's you know, so. So good stuff. Uh, we have uh, we have Alfred being Alfred mm-hmm. again, which is which yeah, is nice. Pl- played very well by Anthony Stewart Head. Uh, Giles, Good old Giles, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I really like, he's he's uh, he's a more or less a cameo, but uh, he, he's he's given a decent amount to do with his voice. You know, he's able to be you know caring uh, for Bruce and also for the orphan boys who become, I guess, a triumphant of a triumphant of Robins. Exactly. I guess later in the See, continuity. Uh, yeah, and we'll we'll get to the very end here in a minute, but uh, I liked what they did with Leslie. I was like, mm-hmm. I like that, you know, because I mean, not really a psychiatrist right now. I like that yeah. she's a uh, that she's a nun, uh, still mm-hmm. caring for people. I thought that was a nice little twist with that. Yeah, I was like, was her being in there and then being somebody that is basically a, a, cha- a champion for you know orphans and for just like folks that are on the down and out. You know, she she's actually actually a really good uh, emotional through line both for both for Bruce and then. For Selena too, yeah. you know. So I, yeah, I, I thought so, that was nice uh, putting the two of them together like that. Mm-hmm. Like be like, this is your commonality was uh, Sister Leslie. Yeah, and then whenever whenever she meets her end and everything, that's it's actually it's quite a bit of a gut punch, you know. It's yeah. like even though this is like a you know like 120 minute movie or or not 120 minute but an hour and 20 minute movie, it's like you, you go through a decent amount of like actual like emotions and stuff through there, you know, yeah. so, it's, so that's why, that's also why I like this movie a lot, you know, Same. makes you feel. And yeah, and I, and I love that it's not like an hour. 
Like, if it would have been an hour, yeah. it would have been rushed. To me, this was a really good length. I wish it would have gone on a little bit more. Uh, it, be- it, it definitely could have. Yeah, yeah. Like because, like, at the end, there's really not any resolution. I mean, we, we have what happens at the end, because... Okay, I, let's... Yeah, we'll go ahead and skip to the end. Because, I mean... Okay. Yeah, why not? So, Selena gets captured by... Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yep. James. We'll call him James. Uh, Jim. Jim. Uh, then <laughs> Batman goes to Jim's house, finds his secret uh, murder closet. Yeah, the secret murder closet, dissection closet, photos of him, photos of him being a, a badass in the war, mm-hmm. and then being a badass fighter. <laughs> and then showing his wife with her burns. I was yep. like, ooh, dang, this is the dark part. <laughs> yeah, This yeah. is where we get the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I managed to rewatch the movie a second time uh, last night, and then I noticed that uh, they never, that anytime you show uh, Barbara the wife, not Barbara, you know, Barbara Gordon the kid or bad girl, but uh, yeah, his wife, you never see her left side until that moment. You know, yeah. it's either in shadow a little bit or it's a quick, turn around to her being on the right side you know mm-hmm. um yeah i mean and then so batman runs to the the gotham world's fair uh okay. runs out there they have their awesome cool fight which okay here there's one part or yeah i guess we'll talk about animation here in a minute but okay so story-wise they fight here's where I, and james like kind of like backs up into the fire and catches himself on fire and dies yeah yeah. So Batman, exhausted, is rescued by Selina, and then they, in turn, are rescued by Alfred and uh, the Lost Boys. And they <laughs> go off into the night. So here's my problem. Here's my problem, right? Yep. Nobody knows that Commissioner Gordon was Jack the Ripper. There's no nope. And there's no proof there. So nope. then what we have, Bruce Wayne escaped from jail. From prison. <laughs> Bruce Wayne can't ever go back to Gotham. Pretty much, yeah. So are he and Selina and Alfred and the kids, are they just going to, like, go somewhere else? Well, I was like, I, I guess you can, uh, I, I, the, the only testimony that could possibly get uh, Bruce out of there is uh, is Selina. Cause, uh, but but Selena, they know yeah. that, that Selina and Bruce are involved. Yes. They were seen uh, disrobed and making out in a carriage, which, yep. nice little sidetrack there. I thought that was a good way of, when the cops yeah, come like, to, it's like, uh, quick, take off all of your clothes, and I'm going to lay on top of you. Yeah. Be like, nice. then, that, then that turned into actual sexy time later. <laughs> it turned into actual sexy time. Little bounce, wow, wow. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, that's my that's my problem with it. I, like, I wish there would have been another five minutes to figure out what happened. Like, did yeah. Bruce ever get vindicated? Because in the comic, Gordon is the one that, like, the Jack the that Ripper confesses, him. and mm-hmm. Gordon's the one that kills Jack the Ripper. And yeah. Bruce is like, yeah, so you can let, uh, I mean, uh, Batman's like, you can let Bruce Wayne out now, right? And he's like, yeah, we'll let him out. And Batman's like, okay, good. Uh, and he runs back to Blackgate and, like, gets in jail again. Like, yeah. oh, man, who back in jail. I've been here the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. I get. I get. At some point, I guess uh, the original conceit of uh, Selena, Selena even going to the World's Fair and everything was to tell Gordon uh, the the secret of uh, uh, 
of Bruce, you know. So yeah. So she pretty much gonna she's pre- she's still gonna have to do that to vindicate uh, Bruce uh, and the and the Ripper. She'd have to tell that to I guess Bullock. Yeah, is Bullock now chief of police? I guess, yeah. Ugh. And well, we know that he loves Bruce Wayne. Yep, yep. He, he yeah, he was already pretty much ready to uh, to, to lynch mob him pretty much like right off the bat, you know. <laughs> oh man, and all those cops in Gotham like you'll have fun in here. We can't wait to see how long you last. And it's like, oh my gosh. Hey, yeah. But dude, oh, Harvey, man, what the heck? <laughs> they were dude, friends, dude. and then he pulled, like, because he doesn't get Selena. Oh. So it's like, to heck, to heck with you, you know? Exactly. It's like, I recommend he doesn't go out on bail and does that little cheeky smile thing. Yeah. So at first I thought, oh, snap. It's, He's the Ripper. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's got to be him. But then yeah. I remembered, I was like, oh, no, wait. He was, like, passed out when yeah. Sister Leslie got killed, so he's mm-hmm. kind of off the hook. Yeah, but but they but they do uh, do a good job of uh, of setting him up as a good red herring, you know. Yeah. yeah because yeah, unless you unless in, during the motion of the movie, if you unless you remember that he was passed out, uh, you would have thought him as the main suspect. Exactly. To, yeah. Like, to be I the thought like because I mean like perfect profile because I mean literally the first time that we see him. Mm-hmm. Like after the Ripper kills something, uh, kills uh, Ivy, and then uh, they go to like the opening of the, I guess like the mayor's like showing the rich people around the yeah the, the world's world, fair the, the world's fair, and then he's there, and I was like, oh snap, that's him, that's yep. him right there, and then they yeah, and then like you said, they freaking red herring me, and I'm like, oh okay, I guess it's not him. Yep. Yeah. The, yeah. There. Yeah. He was the main red herring, and then. Yeah, it's like the the way they the the gut punch of having Jim Gordon be be the Jack the Ripper that was that that hit me pretty hard. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? And man, his his reasons. Good lord, I was like, oh man, they're popping this religion pill on us real real hard. Yeah. Oh man. Oh jeez. Yeah, I was like, dang. Yeah, and then huh. and then and then especially on, on special, in this I, climate. <laughs> yeah. It's like especially on rewatch, you know the uh, you, you you see not only like the I guess the the mo of like the standard Jack the Ripper, but then uh, you see that he like targets specific victims or whatever that uh, speak to Bruce that you yeah. know that uh, Jim Gordon had seen mm-hmm. him interacting with, you know. So then, so 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 whenever you whenever you first watch it, you see uh, uh, Jim Gordon show up late to I guess one of the aftermath aftermath of the fights between Batman and Jack the Ripper and then he's like I don't want any lynch mobs here you uh, he's done good by us we need to prove we need to prove that uh, he's guilty of all this stuff so don't kill him yet basically that was just to make sure that he can put him in jail <laughs> and, exactly. have, and have and have an alibi for him being Jack the Ripper or whatever so I'm like that actually worked really well on mm-hmm. rewatch you know yeah I and I need to watch it again I, I gave it over to Corey because he was supposed to come over and uh, record with us, but he had some schedule problems, so I only yeah. got to watch it the one time, which kind of sucks, because I want to watch it again. Yeah. Alright, so uh, I guess we can go ahead and move on from story. What did you think about the animation? The animation, uh, for, for the for the most part, I, I, I liked it. It looked really well. Yeah. Um, 
I guess one criticism that you could have of uh, the overall animation is that it, anytime there's like a vehicle in motion or whatever, you can you can tell it's like a CG type thing. It yeah, kinda... like that that was the thing with the horses. Yeah, like whenever they showed any of the horses, I was like, oh, these horses look bad. Yeah, the horses look bad, and then the, uh, there's the f- fight between uh, Jack the Ripper and uh, Batman on a on the Zeppelin. You know, so it's like mm-hmm. it's like that that part whenever they're actually fighting and them actually fighting and. Whenever that's captured, that's that looks pretty, really good. You know, they put a lot of money into that. But whenever it's like the, the Zeppelin going through the town of, of Gotham, whatever, yeah, and hitting all the buildings and everything, I was like, Ugh. I was like, that's one of those things. That's a that's a that's a criticism that goes all the way back to you know under the Red Hood, wherever the bat, the bat plane and everything look kind of, eh, you know, yeah. So it, it's one of those things that you kind of have to that, that they're not willing to spend all that much money for for a direct to DVD sort of thing, which. Exactly. I'll, I'll give yeah. him. I'll, I'll give him a pass for that. You know, especially if he. Yeah, me like a, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. There wasn't any of that stuff on uh, Killing Joke. Like, not that I can remember. That's, yeah. I mean, there, there, there may have been some cars. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, they pretty much drew everything. Yeah. Well, it's like there, there were, there weren't any like uh, any real vehicles in uh, Killing Joke. You know, it was like it really. Yeah, wasn't, you're right. Uh, the only time there would have been would have been, I guess, the opening part when well, everybody they, hated. Well, they, well, they had that. Uh, they had that. Uh, that car chase, like when she's in the uh, uh, Batgirl's on the motorcycle. Yeah, and she's going after what's his name. Yeah, uh, but that was like the only time. Yeah, was it Falcone? He wasn't a Falcone, was he? No, it was like Francesco or yeah, whatever. Some, something. It yeah, was a, not a not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, about a month. Oh, that opening park. Garbage. Anyway. um, Back back to this movie. Yeah, yeah, back to this movie. Back to a better movie. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with that. There was one part that kept bugging me. Whenever Batman got hit in the nose, it was the same blood trail each and every time. Okay. Like if you go back and watch, it's the exact same lines of blood each time. Yeah. Like they only drew it once, mm-hmm. and they were like, "I just use it again. It's okay." Yeah. Which I was like, "Come on, make it a little bit different." Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got literally one going down one side, and then one going down like right down the middle of his lips. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, "Come on, guys, a little bit, <laughs> change it a little bit, you know?" Yeah. So have it go off the right side. It's just a mirror image, you know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, especially like, cause like he'll go down and then he'll like fall down, uh-huh. and then he'll come back up and they'll be perfectly in the middle. I'm like, make him off to the side or something. Have him like wipe his hand across or give me give me something here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish we would have got a, more of a fight with Selena. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that's that was, that was another one of my criticisms of of the overall movie or whatever. It's like she's uh she's implied to be you know like a. A badass, kind of like Batman is, or whatever. But you never actually see her get get the upper hand on anybody, you know. Exactly. Yeah, like she gets choked out a lot. She pulls her whip a couple times. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But then after that, I mean, she basically becomes the damsel in distress. Like, and for me, I'm like, eh, yeah, give her something to do. Have her beat somebody. Up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the, the I fact mean, she's that, freaking Catwoman. I mean, the the fact that she was like seriously like incapacitated during that entire. Like last like ten minutes or so, the fact that she was able to keep herself yeah. alive. At, this, yeah, very at, true. Yeah, it's like that, that's that, that's that's good enough reason, but uh, to show that she, she that she actually is a badass. But I do I do think that she 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 earned uh, the right to be a badass, like in a beating somebody, you know. 
Yeah. I wish he would have at least done something. Like, I wish he would have beat the crap out. Like, if it would have been a cop or something, yeah. that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Just, or, or heck, Harvey, when he's making weird advances. Yeah. That would have been cool, too. But, I mean, yeah, she just kind of, yeah, it's kind of yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I wish she would have got a little bit more part. Yeah, that, that's where it was like, we, 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 were, we were talking about, you know, the length of the movie. I think they probably could have added another couple minutes with uh, her being uh, a, a, a physical, you know, badass and everything. Yeah, I wish, yeah, like I said, like, I wish we would have gotten another five minutes, because I would have loved to have seen the new Bat family yeah. of Batman, Catwoman, and then the young little Robbies. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, yeah, speaking of which, at, at, at the end, whenever, uh, whenever you know, Alfred and uh, the Robins show up, it's like, so are these kids with you? No, they're yours. They're, they're Darn it, it's like any like, other, in any oh. other continuity, I get to raise these kids one at a time, not all three at once. Dang. <laughs> and, and I love that they made Jason Todd a little shack again. <laughs> I was like, that kid, when he was a Robin, he sucked so hard. He sucked so hard they had to kill yep. him. That's how hard he sucked. Yep. And poor, and I love that they gave Tim like a little broom. Yeah. I was like, nice, nice. He got a staff. It's broken, but still he got a staff. Yep, yep. But uh, it's a, it, it talking good about the animation. I do like the fact that uh, the color palette. Uh, it's uh, oh, yeah, it's yes. like they they made uh, Gotham look like a grimy industrial city at night. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of browns and ugly looking yellows and stuff like that. So that looked good. Uh, the, whenever you actually see Batman and Jack the Ripper fight and everything, it's uh, all that looks good. So there's the one shot wherever they're on they're on the blimp and it's like just the silhouettes fighting against the moonlight. That looked really cool. And then the uh, the uh, sun, the pretty much the dawn scenes, I guess. Wherever uh, after Bruce and Selena hook up, the the outside stuff, everything's like purple and pink and things like that. I thought that all mm-hmm. looked really cool and stuff. So, and I like the mixture that they the mixture that they did of Gotham City with Victorian London. Like there were a lot of curvy alleys mm-hmm. that I thought was nice. I was like, that's good. That's really really good. I thought it. I thought they blended everything. Very, very Yeah, they well. did. Yeah, they did. And I love that they made Bullock uh, freaking Irish. <laughs> yeah. Just like the 66, I was like, that's great. Nice touch, guys. Nice touch. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, uh, I mean, you got anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I, th- I think we I, th- I think we more or less covered uh, much of the goodness and uh, any, any room for criticism and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we just about covered everything. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I can't think of anything else to talk about, so I guess uh, you want to go ahead and rank it. Um, as as uh, given out uh, in our in our pre spoiler <laughs> in our pre spoiler discussion, um, I give this uh, I give this a five batarangs out of five possible batarangs. Uh, there's a small there's a small criticisms that we mentioned that we mentioned just here, um, but overall, it was an engrossing story. Uh, I like the voice cast, and because it's a directed, direct DVD movie, it's like any of the things to kind of save costs and everything that you notice. It's uh, it's it's, it's all perfectly fine for me, you know. So, five out of five. Nice, yeah, and I'm gonna give it five Dipper Pines as well. Like to me, like I said, it it may possible. I'll have to watch it a couple more times because I mean I don't know how many times I've seen another yeah. movie a lot. So like uh, if. I need, I need to watch it a few more times to see if it actually passes yeah. 
under the radar yeah. for me. Yeah, I don't know if it quite passes that, but uh, I had a chance to watch it a second time, and I had just as much fun because you, you get to see the mystery is you know over not over then, but then you see how everything how everything's plotted out and everything in it, and it holds up really well. You know, nice. except for the end, wherever you know Bruce Wayne is still technically in jail. <laughs> yeah, I was actually like, "What do you do with Bruce? What happened here?" Yeah, that like, like I said, my only critic. Now, uh, real quick. Did you get the? Uh, did you get it on digital or did you get the? Uh, I got the. I got it on digital. I didn't have. T- I didn't have a chance to run by Best Buy and and get it. So. Oh, gotcha. Um, I will say, if you were to get it on, uh, get the physical copy. Mm-hmm. It does come with two episodes of like. Well, it comes with an episode of Batman: Brave yep. and the Bold, which I didn't watch because I don't like the art <laughs> style. Uh, but it also came with uh, an episode from Batman: The Animated yep. Series. The episode with Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex was on uh, animated series. Yeah, they had a Jonah Hex. I didn't know. I like, but yeah, they had a Jonah Hex episode. Uh, it would have been probably season one or two because it's got the Dick Grayson okay. Robin. Um, so we have that, and like, it's uh, Raja Ghoul is actually going to go get his uh, friend, like his. Basically, Raja Ghoul is getting his son. <laughs> Who fought Jonah Hex? Who went in, uh, like went to jail for like they gave him a fifty-five yeah. year sentence, thinking that would be yeah. life, but he like lived on to be like a hundred and twenty something yeah. years old, and uh, like at the very end, like Batman like comes up to him, he's like, "Why do you want him?" And he's like, uh, "He was like uh, that's when Roger goes like, yeah, they gave him a fifty-five year sentence. He lived this whole entire time, and they were like Lazarus. He's like, yeah." I couldn't leave one of my. He's like, he's like, you don't think I only would have, I wouldn't have sired any children. And you're like, oh snap, it's Rajah Gould's kid. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, Batman, like we can fight some other time. I just want to take my kid home because like his kid's about like he's like not doing good. Yeah, he's gonna die. He's like, I just want to take my son home. I think his he calls boy. him his boy. And I'm like, oh. And then Batman's like, okay. And they leave, and then, like, Roger Gould leaves with his son, and that's the way the episode ends. And I was like, wow, that freaking Bruce Tim yeah. killing it again. I was like, you, you see why the animated series gets uh, all the accolades it does because of, you know, things like that. You know, it's like, even though sometimes villains, like, villains are obviously villains or whatever, they're, especially an episode like that, you know, they're they're more than just 1D, you know, they're, they have more layers to them, you know. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I thought it was, uh, yeah, I was very, very happy with it. Nice. Okay, so Oliver, that was a fun episode. We need yep. to get you on again. When's the next Batman so God, coming? Um, I don't even, I don't even know, because <laughs> in, in the next thing in the DC uh, animated universe, and that's supposed to be uh, the two-parter, uh, 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 Return of Superman. It's oh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad, okay. Yeah, it's got a Suicide Squad coming out. Like, Suicide Squad Vengeance or Vendetta. It's or, World's Finest. <laughs> uh, something. Yeah, World's Finest uh, Suicide Squad. Like the... that, would be a fa- that would be a fantastic booster <laughs> goal. Uh, I was like, if it's anything like the last Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad animated movie, it'll be, it'll be pretty good. Um, that one, it's, that, it's, it's titled uh, Batman Assault on Arkham, but it's really a Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> uh, that, that one's pretty good. Yeah, nice. So if it's anything like that, I'll enjoy that. Sweet. All right, so Oliver. You can find me find on uh, Twitter at uh, oh where are you, and on uh, Instagram at oh where are you one. 
Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, and on Facebook and Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast. You can also find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and our website, animationstationpodcast.net.com. Uh, we don't have the .net that actually takes you to a weird place. You don't want to go to animationstationpodcast.net. It's a oh, bad dang, place. it's on the dark web, huh? It's on the dark <laughs> web, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oliver, yeah, the, we, need a, we need to do another yep. one soon. Um, since you got uh, Bryce Pabinbrook coming up, we can always do the new Sorted Online movie. Oh, uh, yeah, we need to do Ordinal Scale. Yeah, we'll put, we'll put uh, uh, Ordinal Scale on yep. the list. We'll get that in. All right, so for the animation state, well, actually, first off, uh, if you would like, be so kind, our wonderful listeners, to give us a like and review on iTunes. That would be fantastic. That's the way that we make it to the top of the charts, and other peace people can listen to our or peaceful. Other people can listen to our. Yep, wonderful and then that, that allows uh, Josh and everybody else uh, who are the who are the main players in this uh, show uh, to. Uh, interviews with uh, bigger and bigger voice guests. Exactly. And if you have any um, guests that you would like us to recommend, like, you would like to recommend to us, or if you have recommendations for episodes, just shoot us an email over at animationstationpodcast at gmail dot com. Again, that's animationstationpodcast at gmail dot com. Dun dun. <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> I should just pop the uh, the law and order music. Alright. Alright, so for the Animation Station podcast, I'm, I'm Josh. Bye bye, little butterfly. It's been a real slice. <laughs>